Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. This is the podcast where we get you caught up on all things tech, pop culture, and trending news. I am Isaac, and I'm joined by my wonderful, my best friend, my partner in crime, my wife, my co-host, my all-in-all, Brie. Ew. Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Hey, Brie. Look how tangled this cord is. You have got a wonderful tangled mess of a headphone It's a rat tail. There. What it's is a it wonder, called? Racking. It's a wonder you can hear anything with all the cables getting coiled up like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> We've got a great episode lined up for you. But first, we're going to talk about our weeks in pop culture. I have a feeling I know what yours is. Do you want to go first? What is it? Are you going to give me an update on the, the depth trial? Oh, I could. I mean, I could. <laughs> you have been following that closer than I've seen you follow anything. You I just is fascinating. In. Well, it's also like it's on while I am doing my work stuff. Okay. So I'm just really watching that instead of you're watching work this the stuff. way that I do my work during the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. It's on during the day when yeah. you're not there. So I'm like, okay, I need something on in the background and I listen to it. So amazing. But yeah, Amber Heard's taking the stand. Um, and her therapist talked, and so it's it. They basically had when the original, I guess, defendant. I don't know the first. The first person says their case, and then the person on the other end says, okay, uh, permission to strike the case after they've presented all their evidence. Yeah. And the judge said, uh, 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 and so they do have to do a full blown trial. And that means that, um, Amber has to get on the stand. A bunch of people have to get on the stand in her defense now. So yeah, pretty interesting. And she had her own psychiatrist get on the stand and cross examined, and it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, really interesting, but that's, that's about it. Okay. So just staying up to date on that. Yeah, that's that's basically all you need to know. But it's going into a full blown trial now, is that- it? Is it has gone into a full full blown trial? Oh, they goodness. had they asked to strike it, and the judge said no. There's enough evidence to support his claim, so now she's doing her counterclaim. Oh my goodness! Yep. All right, so it's going to be just longer and messier. That's yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wicked pop culture. So on the recording today is May the fifth. We're recording this on a Thursday afternoon, but yesterday to us was, was May, May the fourth. Brie, may the fourth be with us. Yeah, so we were talking about which which is your favorite Star Wars movie and which is yes. your least favorite. Do you want to give us the? Yeah, I'm gonna you, give, you I'm gonna give big... my top three. Okay, starting at number one. Okay, out of nine, ten, eleven, eleven out of eleven, right? Yeah, I'm gonna give my top three. The first one, The Last Jedi, the Ryan Johnson movie that I know is like hotly debated. So that is the middle of the newest ones. That's the middle of the trilogy for the, the newest The new trilogy, ones. yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's my favorite one. My second favorite one is episode five from the original trilogy. That's Empire the middle of, Back. The, of that trilogy. Love the middle movies. And then coming in kind of out of left field, um, we've got, I always blank on the name, but I love Rogue it one. so much. Rogue One. Yes. Rogue One doesn't feel like that's the name of the movie, but yeah, Rogue One, definitely my third I love all of the movies. I don't really dislike anyone but the two from the new trilogy. I dislike Force Awakens and I dislike Rise of Skywalker. But hey, they're still Star Wars movies. At the end of the day, they're still lightsaber Jedi. They're still pew pews. Pew pews. I, I love mm-hmm. them for that. But and yeah. we also talked about what um, planet would you want to live on? Yeah. In and the I Star said Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, because it's like lush forests and beaches and stuff. It's uh-huh. very cool. 
And I think you agreed that you would want to live there too after I I'll said live there that. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll live there with you. I don't want to yeah. live on Hoth or anything. No, no, you wouldn't want to be on Hoth. They, or would I? That's unless you had like an unlimited Tauntaun supply. That would be I would not hurt a Tauntaun. That would be good. I would never crawl into it. No, but a you'd ride around on one. That's true. You yeah. can survive those conditions. So. Yeah. But Star Wars Day was yesterday. That's kind of consumed my week and pop culture stuff. Everything has been Star Wars related, which of course I'm not mad about as a Star Wars fan. We had a new Kenobi trailer come out that was incredible. Have you seen that yet? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so there was a new Kenobi trailer that came out, which was amazing. There was this um, interaction between um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke's uncle, um, Uncle Ben, who was raising Luke. Rip. But Rest Obi-Wan peace, uncle Kenobi ben. says like, hey, when Luke is old enough, he needs to be trained. And then Ben has this incredibly like poignant but hurtful line where he goes, like you trained his father. Oh. <gasps> And it's just this like, I know, it's just like this emotional just punch to the gut because I saw kind of a, um, I saw kind of a compilation, like Star Wars fans are already eating this up. They love it. I saw this edit where someone did the whole, you know, like you trained his father and then it cut to the moment where like Obi-Wan and Anakin are on the, um, in episode three together, like battling. And then eventually Obi-Wan is like, I loved you. You were like a brother to me. And he's like, I hate you. It was so sad. It made me so sad. And he's got like one leg and one arm. Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, I'm excited to see the new Obi-Wan series coming to Disney plus so far. I'm going to say the Disney plus star Wars TV show content has been chef kiss. You did, but you didn't like, but I did not like book of Boba Fett. It had a couple of cool moments. I wasn't wild about it, but I still like Boba Fett as a I'm, character. I'm pro uh, Timothy Oliphant. So, yes, yes he yeah. is in Very The Mandalorian cool. and Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Um, isn't there an Ahsoka Tano? There is an Ahsoka thing? show coming. Yes, that's going to be cool. Because we um, got a cat named after Ahsoka. We do got a little Siamese cat named Ahsoka. So, we'll see where this goes. I am so far enjoying the Star Wars uh, Disney Plus TV shows. I think they have enough time. To flesh things out, to flesh out and ideas. Budget. They have and a lot budget. Of budget. They got a massive budget. So I'm excited about that. But let's jump into our first topic of the day. Brie pop up ads. For or against? <laughs> uh against. Heavy yes. against. So what do we mean pop up ads? Do we mean like um uh, you got to accept the cookies or so pop up ads count? meaning something that takes up kind of a splash on your screen when you go to a website maybe on those like mobile ads they've evolved into mobile ads where they have like the tiny little x that's impossible to tap on oh my gosh and then um, you'd like try to tap on it pop-up it... ads in general yeah yeah so they were remember created... when wordle was acquired and everyone was worried that it would get pop-up ads mm-hmm. i don't know if that does yet but i've not wordled in like two months i know me neither it's very sad um the creator of pop-up ads ethan zuckerman first appear first had one appear on tripod.com all the way back in 1997, I was four years old. So the old. internet existed back then. It absolutely did. <laughs> I don't. Mm, I don't. I don't believe you. Ethan Zuckerman. Creator. I feel like it was that big giant computer that they had in the room, like yes. that big super the first one. The HAL 9000. Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Betty. I don't, yeah. Uh, Ethan Zuckerman, creator of the original pop-up ad, which first appeared on Tripod.com in '97. Tripod.com has, has a message for the internet. I'm sorry. He is sorry. <laughs> For pop-up ads in his It's a little late, okay. Crea- it's a little late. <laughs> creating them. Um, he says that, I think that advertising on the internet is sort of the original sin of the web. He wrote this article for The Atlantic. He said, I'm sorry. He thinks that it's time that online sites and services moved from 
moved on from using advertising as the primary means to make money. Now, his alternative to this, kind of an idea that he pitched, he thinks that ad-supported services will still exist, but maybe something like you pay $5 a year to hide all of the ads on Facebook, right? Like that would be you pay Facebook five bucks a year. Every user does that. Facebook still gets their money. They don't have to rely on ad revenue and you get targeted less. Yeah, but stuff. would ads want to use Facebook then if you couldn't exactly. advertise on it? That's so that thing. wouldn't work. So would they? Would Facebook be so losing then, out? Yeah. So then it would be like, okay, well, what are we paying for? Oh, <sighs> the only way to make money is by selling data. Right. Exactly. So the it's very funny to me mm. how something as innocent. I'd rather get ads than have my data sold. Well, you're getting both right now. I know. I'd rather have <laughs> you're one or the, the worst other. Of both worlds right now. It is funny to me that something as innocent as and innocuous as oh, someone wants to sell sneakers on my website. I'll create a little ad that pops up. Like that has evolved into like, oh my Lord, Facebook is trawling through your data. (laughs) They've taken everything about you and sold it to advertisers. It is very interesting how that's evolved. It's funny how we have no rights. Since 1997. It hasn't been a long time. We have no rights. None, zero. It's just funny. Like when you physically go to a store, you actually have more rights than you do just sitting on your phone. It's just crazy. In terms of your data and personal, yeah, personal information. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because you can go and pick up whatever you want and I don't Mm -hmm. know. uh, Walmart does a thing where they like record everything that you buy though now. Really? Did you not know that? I did not know that. Yeah, they record every single item that you buy. That you buy personally, like from your the website card. or like on, on your, your card. card? Oh, goodness. That's scary. Yeah. So it does it at Target, too. That's So it pulls up from your card. Like if you go in the store and you swipe your card, it, it recognizes the card from your account if you have an account, which is, everyone does. Yeah, everyone does. That's interesting. Huh. I don't. I mean, I guess. Hmm. That to me still feels a little bit more localized to Walmart than it does like just a random thing on Facebook getting all my data. And I don't know why that feels better to me, but it kind of does. I'm not sure why, though, but yeah, mm. there you go. So mm. if it helps, the next time you see a pop up ad on well, your mobile phone, I, I have or anything, some news for the ad people. I like bell peppers. So <laughs> take with that what you will. More bell pepper. You're like shouting beach towels. Beach towels, bell peppers. Beach towels. Cheap Office chairs. Beach towels. Beach towels. Um, hammock. Oh my gosh, that Lumi deodorant. If I say it on that, I, I feel like it's, it hears me. Mm-hmm. It hears me. Like if I linger on that ad for more than one millisecond. I don't even know what Lumi deodorant I, is. Oh my gosh, I get so is much Is it like that crystal ad. stuff? No, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like a deodorant, like a natural deodorant okay. or something. And I, that deodorant ad follows me everywhere. <laughs> okay. It does. And I, I swear every time I see it, I try to flip past it as fast as you can. Are you ever going to try it? No, no, they're <laughs> advertising too hard. Or, okay. um, let's see. What's, what's one that you get a lot? Like what's one ad that you just cannot get away from? I get a lot of REI Facebook ads. I get oh, a lot that makes of, sense. Cause you bought a lot. I get a lot of REI. Cotopaxi, like outdoor gear, Facebook ads. There was like a carabiner company that like really wanted me to buy their stuff for a little while. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was, I mean, general granola, outdoorsy stuff. I get, yeah. um, oh, gosh, I stopped on it one time too long. Like one of those games where it's like, um, the the like those weird games, oh, the mobile game, the weird the mobile yeah. games. It's like, and I'm like, rescue the princess, and it's like a Viking farting on a donkey or something. Yes, like, and I'm like, <laughs> I stopped on it because it's disturbing yeah. to look at, yeah. and they think that I want to play it, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to play this stupid mobile game. I was Please on Facebook stop. one time, and I saw one of those where it was like a blind Marilyn Monroe looking girl like making out with a zombie, and I was like, what? Who's this for? 
I don't know. Who are you? I don't who, know. Who? It's got to be like eight year olds. It's got to be eight year olds that are like unattended on their mom's iPad or something. Could be. It's yeah. just, and they're like, oh, zombie. And they're just going to click into infinity mm-hmm. on that. But yeah. So, but if it helps, Ethan Zuckerman is sorry. So, I mean, thanks. It's a little late, yeah, Ethan. It's <laughs> a topic number two. Okay. The NFT bubble. Y'all, it's popping. NFT bubble, it done burst. All right. I saw a figure this morning. Haha. I told you. NFT sales. The beanie babies of the internet. Listen to this. NFT sales are down 92% from their peak just a few weeks ago. But have they tried doing an NFT of the purple Princess Diana beanie baby? You know what? Has anyone thought of that? They that have, might save they it. They have not done that yet. Might save it. <laughs> but if you've listened what to the podcast you? before, you'll know that I derive a lot of enjoyment from very rich people losing a lot of money. That's just, I. that's a quality that is it's debatable. Bad in you. And whether or not it's a good quality it's or mean. not. Um, but it is some schadenfreude or schaden, taking delight. In Schoden, the, schadenfreude. Yeah. That, delight from other people's misfortune. From other people's misfortune. So he described this. You learned that word this week, so now you're using it all the time. He described this as the Mona Lisa of the digital world. This is no, Sina Estavi. No, because the Estavi. Mona Lisa has retained its value. This is Sina Estavi. He's an entrepreneur and a cryptocurrency investor. He bought an NFT of the first tweet, Okay. So he bought an NFT of the first tweet from Jack Dorsey. He paid $2.9 million for it. For a picture? Well, an NFT. <laughs> yeah, don't make me explain NFTs again. He bought the NFT for $2.9 million, okay? He decided he would put it on OpenSea, the NFT trading website. His starting bid, okay? He was initially asking for $48 million. Oh my gosh. Okay. $48 million. With an For M. something that you could go back and take a screenshot of. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. $48 million. The top bid as they closed the auction this week, today on, mm-hmm. as recording, $6,800. <gasps> take that. So the, oh gosh, the, headline, the headline is man who paid $2.9 million for NFT set to lose $2.9 million. <laughs> like it's just, it works out that way where Dang. like, even, well, yeah, I mean, they did, that's his fault though. He didn't sell it when it was high. The price tag was removed after offers in the first week were in the low hundreds of dollars. <laughs> As of Thursday, the highest bid was um, equivalent to about $6,800. He said, my offer to sell wow. was high and not everyone could afford it, but I'm looking to sell for a very special buyer. Sure. I think mm-hmm. that he means special buyer, a.k.a. like someone goofy enough and with enough money to burn like me that they think this would be a good idea. Elon but, Musk already bought Twitter. He doesn't need that. Yeah, I don't know. The people that are expensive that have the money to buy that, they yeah. already own Twitter. I think I it's mean. very, very funny. I, I, I do think that it was people are going to look back and go, oh, of course this was dumb. Of course this but, wouldn't work. But I want... I want to save every article of all of these tech opinion people. I told you it wouldn't work. Talking about how it, I, That's not I agree how economics with you. I works. agreed with you that it wouldn't work. It was based on nothing. And yeah, it was there was a tweet from someone that was like, NFTs are basically like a cartoon villain understanding of like capitalism because it's a pollution yeah. machine that people invest in that just makes more pollution and then doesn't retain any value. Because to make it's an like NFT, owning the original design for Converse. But they're making Converse yeah. for everyone to own. The process of making an NFT and like basically printing the receipt on the blockchain, like 
cuts down oh, half yes. the Amazon forest per transaction. Like it, also, it's very, who cares about it it? it? it uses up a lot of computing power and produces a lot of pollution. So it is a rough, rough business. So maybe it's for the best that this kind of falls in on itself. Okay, just waiting for crypto to do the same thing. Yeah, it's likely, I think. I don't know. But Gucci, I read that Gucci is accepting cryptocurrency now. So, oh, interesting. I mean, maybe I can buy... You know, a... houses have been sold for cryptocurrency? That makes sense to me. Yeah. That that makes sense. But real estate is wild. I mean... Real estate is wild. Like, there's, <laughs> It's cowboy town. <laughs> it very... That's why I was instantly like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I Yeah, can you see were talking realtor... about supply and demand the other day, and you are like, they can't just price it at this. And I'm like, mm, we're... They can though. That's how houses work. <laughs> yeah. Realtors would be like, "This is a rare jelly bean. Done. We'll Done. do it. We'll do a transaction on jelly beans." Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, topic number three. Topic You've number three. Got this one. Help I have me no understand. source material. I have done so much research. Good Lord. Okay. Yeah. So, Help like Johnny this. Depp, like that stuff. This is just weirdly fascinating to me. Okay. Um. So the Met Gala happened on Monday night. Yes. Um. And it. I, I forget it happens every year, but it's the first Monday in May. Okay. Every year. Monday, every May year. Gala. And it is to, we've talked about it before, but it's to showcase the next year's like collection, yes. fashion collection yeah. at the Metropolitan Museum. Mm-hmm. So this year's theme was gilded glamour. Very tut tut. Very tut tut. It's yeah. supposed to be like Bridgerton dress like that. Yeah. And no one did very well with the theme except for maybe like two people did good. The with guy the theme. Hopper from Stranger Things. Billie Eilish did good with the theme. And uh, what's her name? Uh, she's married to Ryan Reynolds. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yeah. So those were the really all the old people that did the theme right. She dressed like the Statue of Liberty oxidizing. It was really cool. I know. That was very it's neat. so neat. And yeah. I like unveiled and I was like, oh, she dressed like the Statue of Liberty, but no, in a good way. Yeah. Like in a, it's supposed to supposed to be that so it's copper and then it had like the oxidized copper it was very cool um and there are pictures of ryan reynolds face looking at her and it's very sweet Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like what his jaw was on the floor yeah uh so but the most controversial outfit that came from the met you ready for this guess who wore it oh it's got starts with a k that's kim kardashian yeah kim kardashian okay (laughs) okay so kim kardashian wore a 60 year old dress just up and down the stairs and it is the pause hold on up and down the stairs up the stairs like Mm -hmm. you're up the stairs she put just up the stairs she put a dress on Mm -hmm. to just go up the stairs you're right. She didn't go down the stairs. Was there Up like the a stairs. was there like a changing booth at the top of the stairs? I think once you go into the Met, they change. No kidding. She changed. So it, she, you literally like for maybe yeah. fifty feet, she wore a dress. Yeah, to walk up the stairs, and they made her practice. <laughs> okay, so the dress. Are are you keeping all that in? Keeping all that in? Yes. Okay. So, yes, just to walk the red carpet and up the stairs. Like, the red carpet is stairs. It's up the stairs of the Met. We live in the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's not even the point. Okay, that's not the point. That is the most capital, like, District 1 sounding craziness I've okay, ever heard. that's not the point. That, that is, is not nuts. the point. Okay, okay the point is that the dress belonged to... <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. It is the oh, iconic, okay. yeah. famous dress that she wore in her last big public outing stunt. Happy birthday, birthday Mr. President. Oh, did, is that, is that That's dress? it. That's no, the dress. Happy really? birthday, Mr. President dress. And it was supposed to be a big fashion statement. It was supposed to make her look like she was nude because it was a nude dress. Ooh, scandalous. With um, sparklies. And it was like fit just for her. She was actually sewn into it. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it was fit only for her. And Kim Kardashian 
decided to wear it. She was loaned the dress by Ripley's Believe It or Not, who purchased the dress a couple of years ago for four million. Wow. So I want to know why people are mad. Why are they mad? Because she didn't fit in the dress. Oh. She had the initial fitting three weeks ago, didn't fit in the dress. Right. She decided to starve herself. Oh, goodness. She lost 13 pounds, or she lost 16 pounds in three weeks, which is over five pounds a week. That feels like a lot of weight to drop. Um, And then they said that she didn't even fit the dress. Like, she was still too, she stretched it out, is what people are saying. (gasps) Okay. You know, over her iconic figure. Yes. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, people are pretty upset about it because uh-huh. it's supposed to be like a historical item. Yeah. Um, and it's like in a she wasn't allowed to wear any body makeup, any perfume, anything, but it still has like sweat and all of that from that. And she's the first person to have worn it. Yeah. Since Marilyn Monroe like died. Interesting. Okay. So a lot of people are really upset about that. It would be but, like me wanting to like skateboard in Elvis's pants. Like Yeah. <laughs> that, so that would be very she, interesting. Yeah. Um, and apparently I've, I've heard accounts that Marilyn Monroe is very anti-diet culture. Oh, okay. And I mean, 16 pounds on an already really small person in three weeks can never be done healthily. No. She starved herself to fit right. into the dress, which right. would have never fit her anyway. She had to wear these big, clear platform shoes just to go up the, up the stairs <laughs> because Marilyn Monroe was five foot six and she's five foot two. Okay. And then once she got up to the very top of the stairs, she changed out of it, handed it to the people with the white gloves to take it back, and then she changed it to a replica instead of just wearing a replica. I just wear a replica. Exactly. So from the outside, having very little invested in either the Marilyn Monroe fan culture or the Kim Kardashian fan culture, okay, this feels like it could ignite kind of a stand war between the Marilyn Monroe heads and the Kim Kardashian heads. Is that the case that's happening online? I don't think online? Kim Kardashian has any diehard fans. That's the thing. Really? I think that she has followers and people that like to watch what's happening. I don't think anyone is. You know how people are like hardcore Taylor Swift fans? Yeah. I don't think there people are like that with Kim Kardashian. Okay. I think it's more like, you know, she has fans of like her shapewear or of like they like to watch her show. I don't think any I've never heard of anyone being a diehard Kim Kardashian fan. Interesting. So everybody's kind of like mad about her She's wearing more of it. a spectacle. Yeah. Rather than everybody's to mad be a fan at her of. wearing it. Um, And it kind of goes into like the uh, back in the day, Kim Kardashian was not allowed to go to the Met. Now she's the most iconic person to go. They always she closed it out. And she oh, closes wow. it out now. She closes wow. out the red carpet. She's the last fit. Yep, she is. Interesting. Yeah. So she um, went in with Kanye back when they were married and she was pregnant with the North, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was her first Met Gala. And ever since then, she's been invited. And this is just, yeah, she always has outfits that match a theme, iconic, you know. This is just, I don't know. People are really upset about it. Interesting. I've not seen anyone pro this outfit. People are saying like, oh, it's misogynistic to be against her wearing an outfit. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know how that works out. But, you know, it's just interesting. I think that um, and I have a fashion clothing background. So I'm just, you know, there's no way that it I don't know. The last person to have worn it was Marilyn Monroe right before she passed away. Mm -hmm. That's just I don't know. You're going to put it back in the museum now and. Is the oh. dress haunted? <laughs> Could be. Could be. But it's like, okay, it's never been worn since Marilyn Happy Monroe and no longer. That's a ghost. Yeah. Singing yeah, Happy Birthday, it. Mr. President. But, you know, the last person to have worn it, now they're going to put it back and they go, okay, well, we 
let Kim Kardashian wear it too. Yeah. So now it's stretched out. Like, you it, know. does Jack Black get it next year? Yeah, like, I guess so. <laughs> it's like wedges into it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about that. I, I don't care, but. <laughs> I know. I told you on the way here. I was like, you have to care. You have see, to have an opinion. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can understand people who want to preserve like American sort of Americana stuff. Yeah. I can see how that would be very upsetting for someone who kind of is a 21st century like Marilyn Monroe figure ish. Oh, and Ripley's Believe It or Not also gave Kim a lock of her hair. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know what that adds to the outfit. Did she like wear she it? She said she's going to do voodoo with it. What? I'm sorry. What? You buried yeah. that lead way buried the into lead. the story. I, she was joking, but. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just so think strange. it's a little bit disrespectful. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're not in favor of this. No, I think that it's a little bit disrespectful to someone's memory. Okay. To wear something that, I don't know. Yeah. But, because then uh, like, I think a museum should be a museum. A museum is a museum. Now I know, now mm-hmm. I know Ripley's Believe It or Not is kind of like on the more carnival side of a museum. They had the money to buy it though. Right. They had and the they have it, it. They have it in a control, like a temperature and moisture controlled room in sure. a case. Sure. Like right. it doesn't ever see the light of day. It just, it feels like, and I have maybe a same opinion on, so in Rogue One, actually, this is funny how this goes back. Mm-hmm. They brought back the likeness of um, one of the characters that has been dead for yeah. a long time, like a very long time. Yeah. And it sort of brought up this thing like, how does this work with payment and with credits for the actor and like yeah. compensation for their likeness? Like, do you pay their grandchildren for using their likeness their in a estate, movie? Probably, yeah. And what does that mean if we get technology to the point where like we no one's really <laughs> dead anymore? Yeah, we kind of did with like the like the digital metaverse stuff. Yeah. Like, does it sort of take away from the specialness of that person when they were alive? Right. Yeah. If they can yeah. just if they can just through film and technology be sort of eternal and like, oh, did you know that Elvis is going to be in Fast and Furious 22? Mm-hmm. Like that, like it's kind of that level of like, this is weird. Like it, it's getting to a really weird point. I think that we need it. Yeah, we need to just get to the point where we're like, OK, that person's passed away. Well, there's there's, there's no, new people. There's no um, there's almost like no reverence. There's not. And there's you no know? substitute for who and the I, person and was. I think that I think that that might be what people are a little bit upset about is you can have reverence for things that aren't necessarily holy or sacred objects, right? Like you, you can have a reverence and an air of respect for them. Yeah. Like it would be like, it It would have been, it would have had the same effect if she had worn a replica of the dress. Right. Same effect. Same nod. But the fact that you are kind of almost just proving a point, like look what I can do uh-huh. is a little bit upsetting. To no me. one else could do this. Right. Yeah. This is, uh, you're kind of wielding your power a little bit and kind of being yeah. flashy with it. And I think that that's a little goofy. So yeah, you've you've managed to make me have an opinion on this. So good, good. job. Good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you have an opinion. Yeah. But also, I get that it's like, okay, who really cares? Well, I but I generally consider myself kind of like this is weird to say, but like in in terms of like caring about non-religious objects, like I'm a little bit irreverent about things. Like I just kind of <laughs> I'm kind of not impressed by things. But I think that I can even understand like. Mm. That was like an iconic person's dress. Maybe let's keep that in the closet. Iconic right? moment of an icon. Yeah. Like let's of let's an maybe icons. keep that preserved yeah. for history so people can come look at it. Let's make sure it's okay. Yeah. You know, yep. Let's mm-hmm. leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Now, if she had done like an elaborate heist to maybe get a diamond off of it or something, we're talking like Ocean's 
what, 13? Mm-hmm. She wore it to the Met. Oh, she six, I then think. Then ran out with yeah, it or something. Yeah. Or Pete Davidson put it on under his suit. And then, you know. Like, <laughs> He's skinny enough. He yeah. walked out in it. Yeah, I think that would be cool. But. <laughs> they should have had him wearing it. Oh then he gosh. wouldn't have stretched oh, it out. <laughs> people would have killed him. Like they, <laughs> they would have murdered him. So, yeah. But I think he would have done it, too, because he's goofy like that. He is goofy. Like I'm that. in Marilyn Monroe's dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I painted my nails to match it. Thanks for listening this week. Have a great weekend.